Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. Hey, you guys. Happy Sunday. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to tell you guys about today's sponsor, and that is Dumbass, because the dumbass is me, and I'm sponsoring today's video because I never pushed to record when I was recording. So today's audio might sound a little bit off. I promise we course corrected as much as possible, but I never actually pushed to record on my microphone, so this is audio from my camera. I will say though, today's episode was freaking fire and that's why I did everything I could to salvage this audio because it was a really great episode. So let's dive in. I don't actually have a sponsor for this episode besides BetterHelp, as always go Des B, but I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening and we'll be back next week. Hello, my favorite girls and wait, hold on. Hello, my favorite ghouls. Wait, is that how you say ghouls? Like the spooky version? What is up, you guys? Happy Sunday. I'm pumped to be with you today for quite a few different reasons. But like, let's start off with the first one really strong. I just opened up a package from Isaac. You guys don't know Isaac and Allie, like aka Mr. Pooch, your literally, I don't know how to say it, but like grow up. You know what I mean? Like figure it out. Be aware. Be aware of the people that you should be following, you know? So Isaac sent me a package from his brand new brand, or should I say like what he's really branding now? It's called Husband PSA. Guys, I have to share with you literally what he wrote me. And I'm a bitch because I don't even have the hat on right now, but like I can't wear a hat over my headphones. So I just left it upstairs, but he sent me a hat. It's on my TikTok. So don't worry, you guys can go check it out. But this is what he sent me. You guys are getting the exclusive because I did not share this anywhere else. Des, you are top tier, period. I just can't thank you enough for what you bring to social media. The honesty and transparency is something I haven't seen on the platforms, and I just appreciate it so much. You are low-key a social media day one, and I'll never be able to thank you enough for your support. Also, tell the husband he's a stud. <laughs> Enjoy the hats, and remember, you are the boss. P.S. If you post about this, no pressure at all. Like, for real, please tag husband PSA. Thanks so much. Cheers, Isaac. So if you guys don't go follow this right now, I'm going to sue you. But husband PSA, what? What a cute, like, package to get. I Here's the thing. Like, it's so much more personal when you get something from someone very personalized. Because if you don't, it's typically just, like, a brand, right? And they're just, like, popping shit out left and right. But when you get sent something from, like, a small business or a creator individually, it's such a higher honor because it really takes a second to go out of your way to like send something. So thank you so much, Isaac. Everyone go follow husband PSA or, or here's better yet. Tell your husbands to go follow husband PSA. They have a lot of stuff up and coming. I have a feeling very much a for husbands by husbands like club. So cool. Like, but we need a white PSA. You know what I mean? So anyways, I just literally just opened that as of like five minutes ago. So when I came down to record, it's like the first thing on my mind. I was so excited. So happy Sunday. How are you guys? Thank you so much for the love on last week's episode. We we chatted. We cried. Some of you guys cried. I love it. I love it when we can cry together here. And you guys really just affirm for me how much you guys just like me for me. Like, I have to just tell you that so much. I get so in my head sometimes about, you know, oh, I, I need to have more guests on. People like guests, you know, whatever. But you guys really just show up to like listen and have a conversation with your bestie. And that's me. I am your bestie. And so whenever I see you guys just respond so well to a, a podcast or whatever, and it really hits your soul. Like I just find that so it's so special to me. So I just, I love you girls. Big news. Okay. Well, there's two big news. Number one, Maddox is three years old. No, <laughs> no. How is my baby three? If you guys are bored this week, I'm telling you, 
go listen to my birth story. I put it on a podcast. It's literally called How I Met My Preemie Baby. So scroll all the way back. It's probably like episode like 20. You know what I mean? Like it's really new in the podcast, but I shared my full birth story. Um, or if you ever have a friend or yourself who you maybe end up encountering in NICU experience or anything, just know I have a lot of podcasts too about my NICU experience. For a lot of NICU moms, like listening to stuff like that during my NICU experience was very helpful. So always feel free to use my content, like my podcast to spread to like a friend. I wish I had something like that to listen to when I was in the NICU, but I didn't. <laughs> so that's why I created it. So we are um, enjoying a having a three-year-old, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. That's crazy. I'm officially out of the two under two. I'm patting myself on the back because I did it. <laughs> we did it. Um, why and I did it. Holy crap. We were in the trenches for a minute there, but he had such a beautiful birthday and we went to Columbus this past weekend. So we're in Ohio and, um, it's been a fun time. So I'm excited to be talking with you guys today. Um, but here's the second piece of news. You guys might've noticed if you're listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, I should say, but we are finally monetized. Now back it up. You're like, girl, I know you've been, no, 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 no. <laughs> Remember what I told you guys like a couple of months ago, like we're finally monetized. Cool. No, I, I still didn't meet the threshold. So we were officially monetized. So if you guys are watching on YouTube and you see the ads pop up, if anything, like be fucking happy for me that we have ads rolling. Okay. As of right now, let's like pull a little transparency here. Okay. Let's pull up the YouTube studio. I have made an estimated in the, this month, $10 and 56 cents. But guess what guys, that is $10 more than I've ever fucking made off of this podcast. So we are officially making money. Now we just have like 800 to go to cover expenses per month of production. All right. So <laughs> crank up those views, bitch. <laughs> Everyone watch my episodes at least 900 times and let those ads roll. Okay. Um, I did want to cover a comment though on last week's video, and then I wanted to cover your guys' reviews and feedback, but I really thought that this comment kind of hit me in the heart. Someone replies to my podcast and they say, right now I am mourning my childhood. Anyone else feel the same way? I see all these pictures of their children's first day of school, and I remember when that was me and now it's not. I was being taken care of by my parents and now it's up to me to take care of me. I'm also sad that time is done and gone and there's no getting it back. I just want to sob and be 10 again and I get further and further away from my childhood and youth. I hope I'm not alone in this. It is hard and scary to deal with. And this kind of brought me back to what I wanted to talk about a couple weeks ago, but I ended up having Vanessa and Xander on. So we're going to talk today actually about the fear of growing up. This is something that's honestly been super weighing on me too. And I feel like it was definitely something I could have expanded on last week, but dude, the podcast would have been like, 12 minutes long, but I definitely feel you and hear you there. And so I just wanted to affirm those feelings and also tell you guys what we're going to be talking about today. So let's get in real quick to a few reviews um, that were left this week. So if you guys, I want to like do a little segment every now and then, if you guys leave a review, a little written review, I want to read some of them off each week. So <laughs> if we come across something negative, I'm still going to read it and we're just going to react to it. So if you want to be that person and be a little turd and be mean, that's totally fine. I'm still going to read it out loud and you can hear my reaction. Just watch my ads on YouTube. Okay. So I at least make a couple cents off of your humiliation. Favorite way to start the week says SM Hagged. I don't know what your name is. SM Hagged. Maybe your name's Sam. Love, love, love brunch with Des. Each week she has me cracking up and the vibes are always right. I appreciate her realness and vulnerability she brings to each episode. Love you. Five stars, baby. Five first one. One for one. Let's go. Alexis Pitko. Girl, I know you. Feels like I'm chatting with my best friend. Love, love. I love how you guys are saying love multiple times. I feel special. Her podcast so much. I always feel like I'm catching up with my bestie. Does please make some shareable Google Doc or something with all of your watches. I'd love to have a list of shows and movies to reference. Ooh, that's a good idea. Like a brunch capsule of television shows that we can all add to. I like where you're at. I like where your head's at. Sid Lee says, <laughs> this is cute. I hope this podcast is around in 50 years. Let's grow old together, Des, with a heart. I absolutely love that. That is so cute. You know, sometimes I, I really do wonder, I'm like, am I just going to do this forever? Like, I don't know. Like, you always talk. There's always something to talk about. Like, why would I stop? You know, I feel like the only thing that would be hard to handle and manage, like, solo is simply recording for YouTube. 
and like uploading myself and editing myself. You know what I mean? But also like, I need to start making money off this because I need to start covering my expenses. So that's my next goal is let's, let's think about year 50 when we can get the month to month covered. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rach Karen 24 says favorite podcast, five stars. Oh my God. Are we like four for four? I look forward to a new episode every Sunday. This podcast always puts me in a better mood. All right. Last one for today. J underscore woman. Best podcast ever. I look forward to this podcast every Sunday. It's even better on YouTube, by the way. It's just straight up good content with the soul and gives me something to look forward to every week. Aw, I love you guys so much. Thank you for that. Leave me more reviews. I like hearing from you guys specifically. So leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I think that's really the only place you can do it. I think on Spotify, you can only give like a five star. So like you can do that, but I will read it if it's on Apple Podcasts. So what is new this week? Wow, we had a lot going on last week and like pop culture, celebrity culture. I want to start with one thing. First off, Eras Tour is coming to theaters. And it's funny because last week I was saying how I couldn't wait for it to come to like Hulu or something where I could watch it again. And then boom, episode releases and she announces, hey, get tickets. We're doing an in-theater show at AMC Theater. So I'm driving 45 minutes to go to the movie theater on October 13th with my mom, my sister, and myself. And I'm like, am I going to, like, do you dress up? What are we wearing? Because I think a lot of people, correct me if I'm wrong, do you guys remember how hard people used to go for Harry Potter premieres? I mean, I was one of them, okay? I had scar down my face. I had the glasses on. I had the t-shirt, whatever. Some of these people, this is their era's tour. Like, right, like this is when they're going to see, quote, Taylor Swift. Now, I don't think people are going to be standing up watching. I think people are going to be sitting. They're going to be enjoying the experience. We don't need to stand up in a theater, bitch. Okay, if I see one person fucking do that, I swear to God, I'm not going to be scared to say sit the fuck down and enjoy the show. Okay, but I will say, I think a lot of people are going to dress up because this is their chance to do it. And I think it's going to be like a, I don't know, we saw people dress up even for Barbie, you know, and it was Barbie. This is babe, this is Taylor Swift, you know, like, okay. So I think it's going to be huge. I'm, I'm going to be curious to see, honestly, like all of the box office numbers. I think it's going to shit on like any movie ever, ever, quite literally. Um, and it's, it's a concert, <laughs> it's concert footage. Isn't that crazy to think about? So anyway, that's coming out. So with that, I, I've been kind of thinking about her, her Mexico tour and, you know, she's over well, she was in Mexico this past weekend, right? And Sabrina Carpenter, our arch nemesis, was opening for her. And I started to see clips of Sabrina, you know, doing her thing. And I'm not gonna lie, she was she was kind of eating it up. I hate that I'm admitting this. I've I've had a, I've admitted a lot of my own faults in the past couple episodes. I've been real vulnerable here, okay? First, I'm a Disney adult, I'm a Swifty, and now am I a carpenter? Am I a carpet muncher? Oh my god, no, never repeat that. I'm sorry. Uh bad plan words. Um, but I I stand kind of, you know. I'm gonna just say that. I think her outfits are good. She's her performance, her stage energy seems to be good, like slay, you know. But I will say I've seen some people in like the comments and like the next Taylor Swift. I'm like, mm, girl no. <laughs> girl no, you better shut the fuck up. Nope. Mm -mm. Don't even go there. So, anyways, I just had to share that because again, I know I've been slandering Sabrina. Um, saying she isn't fit for the part, but I will say I've, I've noticed in in what seems to be like her videos and like shit like that, and I'm like she seems to be like kind of killing it, and I think she has a bigger fan base than even I really realize. Um, and even when I had on a shuffle playlist the other day in the gym, some of her songs came on and I was singing them, and then I looked down and I realized it was her, like it was her song. I'm like, oh shit, maybe she does have some bangers. <laughs> so good for her. Anxious to see how that ends up going. Okay. Uh, but you will catch me in the theaters. Okay. You will catch me in the theaters. Let me know what we're wearing. Comment below. DM me on Instagram. What are we wearing to the Eras tour in theaters? What do we wear? Are we going for comfort? Are we going for lounge? Are we going for teas? Are we, are we dressing full eras? Are we bringing friendship bracelets? Are we exchanging bracelets? Like what's the, what's the vibe going to be? South Bend, Indiana. What's the vibe going to be? I need to know. Next up, we had uh, some Kardashian news this past week. Now, the thing that crushed me, I shouldn't even say crushed me like in a bad way, like shook me, is we got the first glimpse of Kylie and Timothy. Little Timmy, little Timmy. If you guys ever want to see an ick, 
look up Adam Sandler and Timothy Chalamet playing basketball and look at how small Timothy's legs are. Okay, if you want to see another ick, so that's ick number one. If you want to see ick number two, go ahead and Google and look up the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like current, like remake that's happening that Timothy Chalamet is going to be like front and center. He's playing Charlie. Or wait, not Charlie. Um, why am I blinking? The candy guy. What? I'm I'm just so shook by what I even just saw. Like you, I can't even speak. But regardless, he's playing the candy guy, Wonka. Duh. <laughs> he's playing Wonka, Willy Wonka. Um, terrifying. So, anyways, Timothy has the ick for me. Bye bye. But we saw these videos, and I wish I could pull them up. I probably can if I look them up. I just didn't want to have like sound. But dude, they were literally making out at the concert. Like, look at this. Look at them. No, like literally hanging all over each other, kissing, making out. This is the first time we've seen them in public and like also very much PDA. People are saying, is he the new Pete Davidson? I'm confused because people are like obsessed with him. Someone says she looks happy and here for it. People saying PR stunt, the devil works hard, Chris Jenner works harder. And also he he like oddly enough was like smoking a cig in SoFi. So people are like, do famous people get to smoke indoors? <laughs> Which also I was like, I was literally so confused. I'm like, does he have a cig in his hand? I was like, you better hope that's like the lucky candy cigs. Okay. You know, you know what I mean? I was so confused. So anyway, that was the biggest news this past week. And I guess like the only other thing I really wanted to bring up because we're talking about concerts was the fact that Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are getting a divorce. And I've, I've made my voice about this a couple, probably maybe a month ago when I was talking about all the divorces that were happening on Hollywood. And I was like, is it really that big of a deal? Like, I feel like divorce nowadays, don't get me wrong, it needs to be taken seriously. But if, if at the end of the day, like, it is affecting your quality of life to remain in a marriage, like, I don't think we need to hate people for that. And like, guess what? Celebrities, I don't care how much money they, they have, they're not immune to, like, wanting a divorce. You know what I mean? Like, they don't, they don't have to stay together. They don't want to. So that was another thing, too, that kind of threw me for a loop, though, because I guess the other day at his, like, Jonas Brothers tour... He, like, dedicated this song to Sophie Turner, was talking about marriage, showing off his ring, etc. And then, boom, headlines hit that he's getting a divorce. And we're all kind of just like, did we miss a chapter? You know, what happened there? So, anyways, there was one thing I did want to bring up today. I literally took a screenshot of this because I was so fucking pissed off at it. There was this, there's this tiered list going around for Disney Pixar movies, okay? So, it's like this tiered, it looks like a March Madness. Why am I... I'm sorry, like, I literally can't talk right now. It's, I don't know what time it is. It's like 7 p.m. and I'm missing words in my brain. So there's this tiered list. Basically, it looks like a March Madness grid, whatever. There is one point in here. Someone was talking about it. Some Something one that people were, like, bitching about. Oh, here we go. The Lion King movie in this graph lost to the movie Tangled. And so it says, get these 2,000 kids out of here. And I laugh. So I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, no offense, like, fuck Tangled. Like, Lion King is winning every single time. Regardless, the winner of the Pixar movies happened to be against Monsters, Inc. and Mulan. Hands down, any time, any motherfucking day, any season, any year, Monsters, Inc. is winning over and over and over again. So I'm going to post this to the Brunch with Desby Instagram. Make sure you go follow it. I want to know where i want you guys to almost fill this out yourself go to your like living room table fill it out by yourself you let me know who you end up coming across and winning i'm going to do this myself and i will throw it up on the brunch with desby and let you know who ends up being in my final two because if i would have started from the beginning maybe some of my movie picks of who would win over the other would be different um and i want to reconvene about that because i think that is like it's one of those funny like tiered things where you're like What's your taste in Pixar is really what it comes down to. Okay, so the other thing I wanted to check out real quick, um, just to give you guys a little bit of a disclaimer that I'm no longer team Doja Cat. And let me just make it very clear. Like she does not, she does not need me and she does not care, but I do. I care to share. I've noticed um, the past week that she's coming out with this new album called, it's literally called Demons. And that even just like saying that out loud gives me the creeps. Like, I can I can listen to music about drugs. I can listen to music about depression. Like, you know, just like dark lyrics. The minute you start throwing around satanic shit, my watch is like, I found you, I found your anxiety medicine. 
the minute that you start throwing around that in like satanic dark energy, I don't like the vibes. And what Doja is giving off right now, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I missed her. Why don't you say so? Didn't even know it. You, you know, I miss that. Want to know what it's like? What is it? I just want to fuck all night. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Baby, I need to know. Need to know. Like, where is Planet Her? Okay. What happened? Because all of her albums now, if you go on Spotify, if you go on Apple Music, if you go anywhere, and one of my followers made me aware of this, if you search her anywhere, dude, first off, look at this fucking pop. Is this the Exorcist, bitch? What is going... This is terrifying. And then if you go down to any of her albums, they are now all red. Completely red. Now, I know a lot of this could be marketing. I think, you know, some people could just really be playing into, she could be playing into kind of fucking around with people, all of them being like, you, you worship the devil and her kind of just being like, okay, then I'm just going to piss you off even more. I get it, but I just don't fuck with that. And I just like, I cannot ride with that right now. Like, and I really liked that song, Paint the Town Red. And it wasn't until like I listened on TikTok, um, cause you know, TikTok always has the answers, but they kind of were talking about like, intaking energy and it really truly like affecting the rest of your life like the minute you start taking in like good energy affirmations you're singing songs that are positive and affirming you know whatever instead of these like sad and depressing songs taylor swift not included breakups not included olivia rodrigo not included love ballads not included you tend to like have that energy you're repeating those those lyrics you're chanting these lyrics that are that negative right and i don't know this person on tiktok i saw a few different videos basically we're kind of bringing it back to the idea of like here we are wanting to manifest right we believe in affirming ourselves and you are great you are awesome you, you know whatever we're saying all these things to ourselves but what about when we're speaking when we're singing whatever lyrics and we're constantly having you know saying i'm i am the devil i am whatever but we're saying that so i don't know i i just kind of got the vibe but again when it comes to anything like satanic and like weird like that i'm i'm out I'm good. Like, you know what I mean? You can talk about any other shit, really, honestly. And like, I'm good. I'm just singing a song. Like, fuck it. But the minute you start twisting in, like, weird, devilly, demony. I mean, I don't know, guys. Just go look at her Instagram in general this past couple weeks, dude. It just doesn't sit right with me. And listen, you're allowed to listen to whatever the fuck you want. I don't, I literally don't give a shit. I can see her music still good. Like, I get it. She's still a talented artist, but it just gives me the creeps right now. And it really makes me want to dive a little bit deeper and do a full episode. I need to educate myself more, but I really want to deep dive into like the Illuminati and like the devil in Hollywood and like worshiping that and like just some different like conspiracies and beliefs and what people are saying. Because I do think that when you have that much power and money, there is no way around the fact that you do things that the normal person could not. You can hide things like the normal person could not. You buy into things that the normal person would not. And I think that is the point of the Illuminati is this idea that you are a different world order. You have so much money, power, fame, etc. that you guys are almost in this secret club. And I don't know. I've heard about this for years, right? You remember, you know, Jay-Z throwing up the Illuminati sign, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh my God, Jay-Z and Beyonce are the runners of the Illuminati. Like, whatever. I will say some of Beyonce's concert was fucking scary too. Okay. But regardless, the point is, is I do really want to do a little deep dive and do an episode about it. Maybe bring Wyatt on. Maybe we'll watch some, like, we'll get some information. We'll do some searches. We'll, you know, whatever, and kind of present like, you know, what we find and what we're like curious, what you guys think. Let me just disclaim, um, we are not professionals. I'm not trying to be, I don't give a fuck to be, but I think it could be a fun episode to kind of like expand upon and just really get into like what you find when you are really like searching it. So let me know if you guys would listen or would that creep you out. I don't know. It is spooky season. Maybe we should do like a true crime episode or like a true crime mini series, like three episodes or something for spooky season. I don't know. I want to do something fun for spooky season. podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. 
I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the, to that top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. Speaking of spooky, let me tell you guys. Okay, so this is kind of going to go into the watches. Okay, let me just take a tea out. We're going to come back to something spooky because I've watched it, but we need to talk about it. All right, speaking of spooky, guess what's here? Brand new, brand new DBFT spooky merch is back. And we're going to get spooky, scary, skeleton, and shivers down your spine. Okay. Um, I'm wearing my dying for a fat ass sweatshirt. This is actually from last year. So we're having some updates to like the designs. These come out the 12th. Um, we have actually, we have brunch with Desby spooky merch coming as well, which I'm pumped about. We have shirts and sweatshirts and stuff and tumblers, everything that says like, sincerely gives me the creeps, which is like, just kind of funny as fuck. Only, only we would get it, you know, like only we would get it. And then I have another one. Um, that says brunch goals, like again, like girls, right? We're like skeletons, like dancing. It's cute. I think you guys are going to like it. Again, it's seasonal, it's festive, it's fun. And I plan to get up some like normal merch throughout probably like winter. I'm curious though. And again, comment below, even if you guys comment like 10 times, like real time while I'm talking, please just do it. Okay. I need you guys' feedback. Would you guys rather have a very plain like brunch merch? Like where maybe it just says like brunch, right? You know, where it says like, it's a girl's world or something, right? And then have like a small brunch embroidery like logo. Or do you guys like, you know, do you like it loud and proud saying, you know, brunch with Des B and it's a cute merch. Like what do you guys buy more? Because I don't want to make it too logo-y. You know what I'm saying? But if you guys like that like embroidered cute design with like our logo and our font of brunch with Des B, like I'm gonna put it on a shirt. But I want to make sure I'm making stuff that like you guys would truly like order and want to want to wear. You know what I mean? Moving forward, new launch is coming. We have Paragon coming up. We have like this like boxing thing. It's cute. It's neutral. Okay. You guys know I'm not like a usually like put it in neutral type of gal, but I will say it's all Reluna. Oh, like we have some Reluna. Like we have Reluna, aka Naked Fabric, in the first prints ever, which is really exciting. So it's cute. It's definitely, it's not, it does, it's not an eyesore. Like to be honest, last launch was an eyesore for me, like the camo. Flex Sweat is also like not my favorite fabric. Like, uh, I just didn't really like it that much. But this launch is like way better. We got some like long sleeves. We have some cute new like double strap bras. We have some Brammy type style. Super cute. Like, I think you guys are going to like it a lot more than last launch. But also, that could have just been me in my vibe. Um, last launch, which is like, wasn't it for me? Wasn't it for me? Like, camo. And like either, even like the feather knit short, love the feather knit short, but that was like, these are the only colors I have now. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, I just didn't like the color palette that much. It was like pretty if that was your style, but you guys know me. It's, it's just not my style. Doesn't mean it's not high quality. Doesn't mean it's not good. It's just like preference of style. Like mm, I want, I want my clothes to look like my wall. You know what I mean? Like I want them bright. I want them cool. I want them fashionable. So next up, hopefully Buff Bunny is coming. Um, in this coming weekend. Okay, well, first off, Buff Bunny is probably coming, but we have Halloween coming, you know what I mean? Like, Buff Bunny Halloween. 
TBD. I'm literally fucking praying that it's not a dumpster fire like last year. For real. But what we do have is uh, Petula tent sale this weekend, which I'm going to be there. So if you're going to be there, let me know so we can hang up. Someone better come and be able to quote something off of Brunch with Desi, period. If you're not, you ain't a real one. Get the fuck out of my way. Okay. So, um... Those are some those are some things coming up. I'd be curious again what your guys' thoughts are. So let's get into my watches really quickly. I'm gonna run through them. So I'm not gonna elaborate on all of them. Okay. Number one, Elemental. Oh my god, I rented this movie for twenty dollars because I just I had to fucking see it. So good. I was bawling. Okay, it's a Pixar movie. Um, it's it's based off of like fire, water, air elements. Right. Super cute. It it really reminded me of like Inside Out. Um, which I absolutely love that movie too. Pixar just like, oh, it's different. I love Pixar movies. So Elemental, you guys have to watch it. Um, I, I think I, I don't know what I rented it on. I rented it on my Roku stick. So I don't know where you could rent it. I'm sure it'll come to Disney plus soon. If you guys like have Disney plus super good though. Like it was really cute. I like, I was literally bawling. I literally was crying. <laughs> so embarrassing. Very good. I won't give up too. get, give away too much of it. Next one I watched was the story of Kara Robinson on Hulu. This trigger warning, kidnapping. She was kidnapped for maybe a series of like 24 to 48 hours. It wasn't a huge, like long kidnapping, but she escaped. She saved herself. Um, it was an interesting story. And it was just kind of like one of those where sometimes, I feel like sometimes it sounds so stupid, but like I got to watch like a kidnapping show. <laughs> sounds so fucked up. Like, hear me out. It just reminds me how anything can really happen and how like hyper aware and hyper vigilant to be as a woman. And sometimes it just puts it back in perspective that like anything can happen to anyone at any time. And just to be able to run, like to honestly be able to run through those scenarios of like, what would I do? How would I act? What do I have in place? Do I have mace? Do, do I have a gun? Do I feel like what, what do I have that I can protect myself with? And so I, I really think revisiting stories like that sometimes help me. That's kind of fucked up to say, but it was a Lifetime movie. And if you guys watch Lifetime, like I watch Lifetime, they're not as scary. Like they're kind of shitty acting, like whatever. So it's not as like jumpy, um, but it was a very interesting story. Um, I, I wouldn't say like, watch it, you know, but it, it was an interesting case. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not promoting kidnapping. You know what I mean? You guys get it. Next up, um, I've been on this weird binge of Insider on YouTube. I swear I watch YouTube more than anyone. After I watch my Cody Co videos, because, you know, I'm always there, bitch. I'm always catching up. I'm catching up on Kelsey's channel, catching up on Cody's channel. Once I've ran through all of her monthly vlogs, weekly vlogs, and then I go to Cody's channel and I watch all the new Button episodes, which actually Cody had a video probably two weeks ago with Oliver Tree. That was so good. Two of my favorite fucking people. Um, but... After I run through my Cody videos, I, I like to relax my mind. Okay. So I've been doing one of two things. Number one, watching Sims 4 build videos. Cause I'm a Sims girl again. I finally downloaded my Sims 4. I've been playing every night. I'm like, maybe I should become a streamer, <laughs> but I either watch Sims building videos. It's so embarrassing to say, or I've been watching insider. So I just type in insider and then I watch, uh, you know, one of them I watched, I wrote it down for you guys. How they clean the Tokyo Metro trains. They clean these motherfuckers by hand. 40 trains a week. They clean by hand up, up and down, outside, inside. Crazy. Okay. The other one I watched, um, all about the Smithsonian Museum and how they preserve things, all the things that they have at the museum, how they're actually below sea level. So they're at risk of flooding all of these historic fucking pieces of in the, in the museum. So they're like moving them to higher ground, etc. Anyway, very interesting. Highly recommend watching that. It's like 20 minutes long, super good. And the other one I watched was, oh, it was like a cruise line. Maybe it was like carnival, maybe how they operate off of like, like they make like a million dinners a day or some crazy shit. It was really interesting. Um, so I've been watching a lot of that. And then plus what I told you guys last week, like the behind the scenes making of, you know, Avatar, Avengers movies, like stuff like that. And I actually watched the behind the scenes of the Titanic, like movie, badass. You guys have to watch it. It wasn't in the best quality because it was like, re like recorded from the 90s, but like put on YouTube, but it was so fucking good. You have to watch it. James Cameron is a genius producer. And I just like geek out with that shit. Like 
if they were up to me to go back to school and stuff, I would 100% go into like film and production because that is 100% like where my brain goes whenever I watch a movie. And you can even ask Wyatt. Next time I have him on here, I'll bring it up because he will 100% confirm. I am a geek when it comes to like writing movies, my feedback on movies. Like it's quite, it's kind of embarrassing. Okay. So those are my watches. And here's what I'm excited about watching before we get to the, the, I was going to say creepy, goofy, spooky. What, what is with me? I'm strampled and now I'm goofy. What's going on? Okay. So number one, return of Platteville. Dude, what's today's date? Is it the fifth? Bro, Platteville fucking comes on tonight. It's September 5th. It's Tuesday, bitch. Flatville comes back to motherfucking TLC. If you guys do not know and do not watch Welcome to Flatville, you are quite literally living under a fucking rock. Not really, because it's just a weird TLC show. But it is insane. And the first episode airs tonight. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have to text my brother right away. It is one of my favorite shows. I started watching it season one right during COVID um, or right before COVID. I don't remember, actually. But I do know I watched it like postpartum. So maybe the first ep- the first season came out before COVID. Maybe I watched it during. I don't remember. But regardless, I've watched it pretty much since the beginning. So it's new episodes, new season. If you guys are Plathies, let me know. Because we will be discussing this every fucking week. I swear to God. The other thing we will be discussing every week is The Gold Bachelor. And that comes out September 28th. Which I'm so excited. Like, I get more and more excited. They actually just released The Girls last week. And like these women boxes like if i don't look like this when i'm in my fifth like 60s 70s bitch i'm gonna be pissed off okay but the one thing i think i'm most excited about the bachelor is that there's no like social media in it like these people aren't just going on the show because they want to be famous like i feel like there's some genuine love in this show that's going to show (laughs) in this show that's going to show (laughs) i hate myself don't let me film this late okay but I think it's going to be so pure because we have these this older generation that's genuine about this connection. So I think that's why I'm so excited. And also, like, dude, don't tell anyone this, but Jerry is kind of hot. Okay. Like Jerry is he is a fox. Okay. If you guys think George Clooney is still hot, you also think Jerry is hot because he for a for a 75, is he? He looks phenomenal. Phenomenal. He's got the cutest smile. Oh my gosh, he's so handsome. I'm really excited to see like more of him and like his personality and all the girls. Like, I'm like, you're a villain. You're a villain. You're a sweetheart. You're a villain. I think I said it on my sunscreen account. Who did I say? I said last night, like, this is going to be, this is who I'm already running for. Hold on. Let me, let me pull it up because... I said it last night. And I want I want to say it here so we can bring it bring it out. Okay, I said April is screaming villain. Okay, here we go. Peggy. I love Peggy. She's 69. Coincidentally, she's so cute. She just looks like a little cutie. Um Patty is actually Matt's mom. She is going to be on here. Um April already calling her a villain and I said Marina's money piece is a slave. <laughs> but anyways, I'm so excited for it. So Let's get into the spooky part about what I watched this week. Cause this was so crazy. So I watched, it's called people investigated. So literally people magazine investigated old crimes or whatever it may be, uh, recent crimes, whatever it may be. There's like eight seasons. I go to season eight cause that's the most recent and it said it was new. So I, I watched a few different episodes. Um, uh, but one that really stuck with me was the disappearance of Carly Gousset. You guys have to go watch this. Like, even though I'm going to tell you, like, you have to go watch all the details of this case, but she is still actively missing. So one night, long story short, okay, I'm going to TLDR this as much as I can. She's at a party. She calls her stepmom. Hey, mom. Well, stepmom, right? Hey, stepmom. I am, I need help. I need you to come get me. She stays on the phone while her mom, stepmom starts to drive to her. It's like, Late at night, her mom finds her in the middle of this road. They live in kind of a rural area, no lights, whatever. They find her with her cell phone and her flashlight on. She gets in the car. Stepmom gets in the back of the car with her. So, they, you know, car's still running, whatever. Gets in the back of the car, holding her, comforting her, what's going on. She ends up telling her stepmom, hey, I smoked some pot. I got a little high, okay? Her stepmom's like, okay. 
arrives at home, meets meets with dad. Okay, so biological dad, step, got it? So they show up at the house and they're having a conversation, whatever. And it finally comes to the point where, you know, they can tell she's fucked up. Like she's not speaking well. There's nothing like an emergency where they need to like take her somewhere. But she's, it doesn't seem to them like it's just weed. Okay. Like it just, it, it's something different. All right. So she goes and lays in the bed with her stepmom. So the stepmom stays with Carly and she, the stepmom ends up dozing off. Okay. She wakes up. It's like 6 a.m. I think she says Carly is like doodling on a piece of paper. Um, and she's like, okay, you know, whatever, whatever dozes off again. Again, thinking, hey, she's just going to sleep off being high. She's going to be fine, whatever. Wakes up around 7 a.m. Carly is gone from the house. Mind you, they're safe haven. They're in their own home. Carly's gone. So all of a sudden, um, they're, they're mass panicking. What's going on? Whatever. They find a few eyewitnesses that say, hey, yeah, I found a, I saw a girl walking Highway 6 this morning, headed this way, um, gray sweatpants, white shirt, whatever. She was holding a piece of paper. So that paper she's doodling on, whatever the fuck she had on there, she's holding it. She she is walking, 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 walking. Uh, again, long story short, they their investigation. La, 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 la. They they have scent dogs out. The scent stops right at this intersection of where this big highway that runs from California to Nevada starts. She's never seen again. And it just gave me the chills. Like again, the rest of the story, you guys have to like look it up. Um, or watch it on, it was on Hulu, but to this day, she's never been found. No, no body, no, no nothing. And they revealed in this people episode, a little bit of this like audio, um, that was, that they took that night. Um, cause they were planning on that next day, showing her this audio and being like, Hey, this is why you don't do drugs. Like, look at you, look how, look how scared you were, you know, whatever, which uh, parents would do that. Like, I don't think that's weird at all. Little did they know that's the last time they would have Carly even on audio. Um, and when you listen to the audio, it was chilling because you could just tell that she was not okay. Like her voice was, you could tell it was like weird. Like, I don't think she would normally sound like that. And then the parents even went on to say like, she, that was not her voice. Like she never even sounded like that. She sounded so different and weird. So they think that it was like laced, like the marijuana, or maybe she took something and like, I do them. Like maybe she took acid, but told him it was weed. Like, you don't know. They, they don't have even toxicology reports. You know, they, they never found her. So anyways, it was really spooky. And, you know, again, like I said, she's still missing, you know, like they have no answers. And I just, my heart just broke for that because how terrible is it to have your, your family safe? You're in your safe space. You're in your home. You know, you're like, whoo, I'm glad she called me. I'm glad she called me to pick her up. And then boom, she still ends up going like, like that's not supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Like once you have your family in your home, you're safe, right? You have this, you have this blanket of safety in your house, right? You're like, we're all home and we're all safe, right? But like, it wasn't even safe because then she left. And it's just heartbreaking to me because you just, you just know the guilt that that stepmom lives with. And any parent would live with it. It's just, it's so heartbreaking. You know, oh, I wish I, I should have never fallen asleep. I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have. And it's just, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It can, it was just so, again, it was like one of those stories that was so real. And as a parent, just kind of, you know, like check on your kids, double check your kid. I don't know. You know, it's just like, I don't know what to do with this information, but it was just such a heartbreaking story um, to just have such a normal family. You know what I mean? So Anyway, again, people investigates and, you know, I do, I do again, trigger warn you of like, you know, if you can't do true crime, if you, whatever, I have not done a lot of true crime at all. Those were the first true crime thingies I've literally intaked in probably a year. Like I, I've genuinely been so off of true crime, but it sounded interesting and it didn't make me feel panicky or anything. So I did watch them pretty comfortably. Like I was, I knew myself and I was like, okay, like I'm okay with this, but it was just, it was so sad. But it was also very well done. Like, people did a good job investigating it. So those are my watches for the week. Um, I hope you guys are feeling well after those. We got we had a turn, took a spooky turn, a, a left turned out spooksville. But also, you know, these are real, these are real things that happen to real people. And 
it's just so important to remember, like, and, you know, just, I don't know, revisiting last week's episode, it's just be so thankful for like the day you got to live, you know, like I just was able to live another day of I'm pain-free right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm feeling healthy. I'm living healthy. My kids are healthy. Another day of them being able to run around and play. I got to see my grandma. I got to see my sister. Like what a blessing. Do you know what I'm saying? So it it just really, again, puts in perspective of just like being so grateful for your life day to day and not getting so wrapped up in like the one bad day, you know, because and you don't want to like operate out of a space of like, someone has it worse. I should be grateful because I think that that's almost fucked up too, is like mentally being like, oh, someone else is worse. It's like, I don't want to think of it that way, but like just looking at things always glass half full, right? And knowing that like wherever you're supposed to be, whatever's supposed to find you will always find you. And I truly always, I will always operate off of this. If you were to be given what you want, you want to be ready for it. Not right now. You know what I mean? Like it'll find you when it's meant to find you. So anyways, let's move into our last like little thing I wanted to talk about this week. And that is the fear of getting older. Because I have had, and I'm going to be so fucking real with you guys for a minute. Okay. And again, if you are someone who gets very panicky and very filled with anxiety about the end of your life, do not continue listening. Because I know some people cannot handle those conversations. It's very hard to have them. It's very difficult. It's very awkward. But don't do not feel like you have to watch the rest of this podcast episode or listen. So the first time I really found myself getting anxiety about death was when I was making my like when I was getting life insurance. This was probably back in like 2019. I think it was be- no, it wasn't. Yeah, I think it was before we had Maddox. We went and got life insurance. Yes, right when we got married, um, we got life insurance. Why not? And during the process of like getting life insurance, you have to talk about dying. And it was the first time that I really found myself getting a lot of stress and anxiety about talking about the end of my life. Even now, like when you talk about it, it's very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable to sit with the, the, the no, the literal no, like we know this will happen, that we will die. And I think it gets even more uncomfortable when you have children and you know that one day they will not have you and you also will physically not have them. It is very difficult to think about. And even the other day, White and I were talking about the kids and we're just like, it's it's so hard to have kids because you just see them grow up. And sometimes you forget that you're growing up too. So all of a sudden you've aged without even knowing it because you're focused on not wanting them to age. And I think there's a quote out there too, or maybe it was just a TikTok or something fucking sad where it was like, you're looking at your photos of your transformation. Little do you remember that your, your mom is also aged 20 years or, you know, your dad's aged 20 years or whatever. And it's just so hard to know that you are never, you are never the age you are today ever again, no matter your age, right? Like we might be bitching that being 28 sucks, right? Oh fuck. My late twenties are so fucking hard. Guess what? We're never going to be 28 again. Like we're only getting older. And I think that that comment earlier that I read off in the YouTube really hit me hard because it is so, it is so hard to see other people be young right now. And I don't know how to explain it. Like, I even look at my brother and I'm like, I would do like anything to be you right now. Can you just like go ha- have fun with your friends? Like he likes to be at home. He he plays his sports at home. He, you know, whatever. He does a lot at home. He finds comfort being at home. That's totally fine. Right. But like you so badly want to like live through them and be like, go, go hang out with your friends. Like go to the movies, go to the, the fucking skate park, go ride your bike around town, you know, all these things you used to do as a kid, right? And so I find myself looking at all of these photos, videos, social media posts, all these people, you know, volleyball season, they post their junior photos or a senior season of volleyball or whatever, even these people in college, like at Western, where I went specifically, I see them 
tailgating on, you know, football game days, or I see the volleyball team traveling to wherever to play. And it's like, you don't, you're, you're like, you're the one now looking at your memories on your Facebook. And it says 10 years ago that like, that was you, you know, like I, I actually missed my 10 year reunion a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Didn't go to that, but it's like, how has it already been 10 years since I even graduated high school? Like, I don't know if you guys did any capsule, like, projects or whatever, but I remember my senior year, my teacher, Mr. Donnelly, made us write letters and, like, do this thing to address it to ourselves that we will get it in five years. And I remember doing that in 2013. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, five years is so fucking long. That's so insane, whatever. Lo and behold, snap of a finger, there it is in my mailbox, you know, and and now here I am, 10 years later, graduated high school. And, bef- and next year will be 11. But the year after that's 12. The year after that's 13. Like, you don't decrease that time ever. And so we're just every day inching towards the latter half of our life. And it's really uncomfortable, really uncomfortable to think about. And especially because, again, we're all praying that we make it a full, beautiful, healthy life. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we're all banking on the idea that we're going to have this picturesque, you know, we get to grow old. What a blessing to grow old. You know, like when you think of it like that, having more time on this earth to experience your family, your kids, maybe grandkids in the future, whatever it may be. What a blessing. What a blessing to get wrinkles. What a blessing to have a little bit of back pain. You know what I mean? Because again, like you'd rather be here with back pain than not here at all. Right. And then we talked about that last week. Go cry over that last week. Okay. I'm not crying again today. Okay. But it is so uncomfy to think of a world without you in it. And that's not in like a selfish way, not like a narcissistic way. Like, oh, like I need to be in this world. It's hard to think life really goes on. You know, this year will be two years since my friend Lexi passed away. And I actually have a podcast episode with her. I I listen to it probably once a year. And um, if I listen to it more than that, it just makes me sad. But when I need inspiration, just keep showing up. Like that episode really touches my heart. It's from, man, like January of 21. I think around that time frame, you can go in those episodes. And it was about Lexi's battle with stomach cancer. And, um, and breast cancer, like she, she just went through so much, but it's been almost two years since she's passed. And it's still to me like unfair that like life just keeps going, you know? And like, we weren't even like, like I never even met her. We were just really close via social media, et cetera. But it's unfair to me for like, just example, her family had to like born it continues to mourn probably every day, you know, they, they'll forever miss her, but like life just keeps going. And so I think of a world without me in it. And it's like, my people will always hurt. My people will always feel my, my absence, but like life just keep, guess what? You wake up tomorrow and you keep going. So getting older is just, it is scary. It's scary. Cause I think it's also a weird Getting older is also the fear of the unknown. That's probably the best way I could put it. Not knowing what is going to happen is already scary enough. So when we think of the the time in our life, we don't know what's going to happen. It's any day in any moment after right now. That is scary. You know what I mean? So the fear of the unknown also plays into the idea of aging. We don't know what aging looks like. We don't know what it feels like. We don't know what we're going to feel like. We don't know where we're going to be, what we're going to do, how we're going to feel, who we're going to love, who we're going to be with, who loves us, who hates us. We don't know that. So we don't have comfort in aging. It's not comfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's also knowing that we're only getting closer to the end. And I don't think I ever really thought about life ending, not to be morbid, but I never really thought about my life ending. I never really thought about the end of my life until probably I became a parent. And then I started having more intrusive thoughts about my life ending. That sounds fucked up. I'm not saying I'm like suicidal or anything. I just want to make that clear. It's just, you, you, 
you get intrusive thoughts about like, what would happen if I'm not here? How are my kids going to be bathed? How are they, you know, wherever your mind goes, right? How are they going to know I still love them? Like, who's going to love them? I said I wasn't going to cry this episode, so I'm not going to. Whenever I talk about my kids, I get so emotional. (laughs) And why am I crying again? Like, I'm so sorry. This is so embarrassing. We're two for two. Like the last two weeks, I'm like tearing up. But it's just so real when you have, whether it's children or just people, your people that you just love so deeply, to think of a world without them is tragic. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you guys heal from that. Like, I think of a world without my parents. <laughs> Look at us, guys. <laughs> I think of a world without my parents and, like, I don't want to, like, be in that world, you know? Death is so scary. Taking care of yourself is so scary. Growing into adults is so scary. Like, I feel like college, you're still, like, kind of like, mom how do I do my laundry? You know, love you. Like be home soon. You're still invincible in college. You know, nothing can happen to you. Like I'm invincible. I am superwoman. And then you graduate college, you get to the real world and you still, you feel young. Still, you're like, Meh, I'm just a young badass. And then all of a sudden you get a little bit older and you're like, holy shit. Like I don't have, I'm on my own. You know, as Taylor Swift would say, you're on your own kid, you know? So it is weird, the circle of life of growing up as a kid and being so dependent on your family, your your parents, your guardians, whoever you have. And then as you get older, you really do just become you. And then maybe you have other people depend on you now, like your kids or whoever you're being a guardian of or whatever it may be. And it's just, it is pretty fucking fearful, um, you know, to be honest. It's pretty scary to think of, the end of times. And I don't want this episode to be like completely negative, but I think it's so important to just normalize. Like we, we are allowed to be scared. Like we're allowed to be scared. We're allowed to wonder how am I going to feel when I'm 40? Am I going to make it to 40? Like, you know, I don't know. Like you're, we are allowed to be afraid of the future. And I think like sometimes we live in such a age of like just vibe it out like be strong like you're made for any season it's like bitch I don't know if I'm made for this next season you know I'm scared I'm scared of what's next I'm scared of getting old I like I'm gonna be honest I'm scared of having wrinkles like I don't know what I'm gonna look like aged you know like it's scary the unknown is scary and we are allowed to feel scared of that we're also allowed to be fearful of growing old knowing that it's only like we're only getting closer to the end of our life. And like, that is like, I really, it just gets me spiraling to like, what is the end? Like, like, are you telling me like, that's really it? Am I going to think after I'm dead? Like, am I gonna, am I going to have thoughts? Does like, what about my, like, does, do I really, do you really just kind of you know, I mean, in the, in essence, do you really just not know you died? You know what I mean? Like, you you just kind of go black. Like, you're, you just turn off. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I, death is so scary because of that. It's, no one knows what happens afterwards. And whether you're, you know, you're, you're spiritual, you're religious, you're going to heaven, you're going to the white pearly gates, you, you know, whatever it may look like. It's like, no one actually knows. And those who have kind of like experienced death and have come back, like maybe been revived or whatever. Those who have literally lost their pulse and been revived. Like some of them give different stories and accounts of like what happened to them, what they saw, what they felt. But like, I don't know when you die, like how long does your brain live? You know, because slowly as you pass away, like your things shut off, right? It's not just like an off button. You don't just like go into factory reset. So like, what is death? Like, I don't like, no one actually knows. Like even those people who, again, maybe lost their pulse and technically died and was revived. Like, did your brain, like your brain didn't fully power off. You know what I mean? Like, we don't really know what looks like on that other side. So the fear of that too, is really like, you're telling me that's just it. Is that, is that really just it? I think that's what is scary too. Is like, what does happen? 
but most importantly to me, I feel like it's the it's the pain that I know others have to deal with that like makes me scared of dying is knowing how like heartbroken everyone around me would be. Do you know what I mean? Like, and again, that's not like narcissistic or selfish. It's like, you just, you know how much passings of loved ones affect you. You know what I mean? I can, I could still cry about my grandma and grandpa. You know what I mean? And they were just my grandma and grandpa. Okay, I love them to death, but they're not my parents. You know, like there's my grandma and grandpa that I love dearly, lived a beautiful long life. So I don't know. It's, we just kind of went on a full journey here of different thoughts. I'm just kind of spewing off the top of my head. You guys know that's what this podcast is. Like we're just vulnerably chatting here, but I'd be curious, like what you guys think. And, and, you know, I'm going to be honest, like if you guys have had passings of close relatives, siblings, mother, father, how, like quite literally, like, how do you, how have you healed from it? How do you deal with that? Like, I'm not even in a close, you know, God willing, I'm not even in a position of having like elderly parents, you know, or whatever. And again, I know not every passing is like, oh, my parents are just old. Like, I know very traumatic things happen. Very aware of that. Again, we talked about it last episode. You never know what will happen. But what I will say is it's like, how do you deal with that? Like, how, how do you live in a world without your parents or your sibling or whatever? Like, and I, I don't want to like be negative, but just even maybe for people who are going through grieving right now, and it's new to that, if you're someone who has gone through it, like, can you comment below? Like what, you know, what are some affirmations or some positivity or some ways that you found healing in that? If you're someone who also, you feel like maybe you thought about this topic I'm talking about and you're like, Hey, here's what makes me feel comforted in knowing my life is limited. My life on this earth is limited. What are your guys' thoughts, I guess, too? Like, just how are you feeling after chatting about that? Like, because again, I know it's a heavy topic and it's so awkward, but I think that's why a lot of us resent those who are younger than us now, because it's like, we've already lived that life, right? So there's no unknown. Like, we knew, we know what happens. You could like start us over at 10 and like, we would know what was going to happen. We can almost like breathe easy. Like, okay, like I know what to expect. So the past isn't scary to us. We know what was going to happen. We know what's going to happen, I should say. If you took us back to the past, we know what is going to happen. So when we miss our 16-year-old self, our 8-year-old self, our 21-year-old self, we know we know that person. We know what she went through. We know what she did. We know how she feels, whatever. You tell me my my 40-year-old self, right? That makes me scared because I don't know what I'm going to go through in the next 12 years. That's scary. The unknown is scary, you know? So it's such a complex, I don't know, dude, I'm, I feel like I need to go to bed after this or like smoke some weed. Cause this, I'm telling you, this stuff can make me spiral hardcore, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go on, like put on a little comedy podcast tonight. I'm going to, I'm going to, when I shower tonight, I'm going to take some time and just express some gratitude. I think it's so important after like weird conversations like this, like bring yourself back to your present self. There is no need to worry about tomorrow because it hasn't happened yet. There's no need to worry about when you turn 30 because it hasn't happened yet. Or when you turn 40, it hasn't happened yet. You're good, babe. Okay. Like as much as we think, oh, it's going to come in a blink of an eye. It will. Okay. At the end of the day, we're going to look back and like, damn, I can't wait for it for you. You know, we'll, we'll all say that, but 12 years, like day by day, that's a lot of time. Like let's soak it in. Okay. So I know this was a heavy topic, but also like, let's just sit here and just be like, wow, like I'm here. I'm here today. I'm present. I have a pulse. I'm healthy. I feel great. I had a beautiful day. I had a really delicious coffee. I had a really yummy breakfast. I had fun with my sister. I laughed with my kids. Like we have so much positivity. We're good. Let's not stress about what we don't know. Okay. We, cause we don't know. We just don't fucking know. Okay. So let's take a little, again, I know it's a heavy topic, but I think it was, it's good to have because you're not alone in being afraid of getting older. I, I don't think it's embarrassing to be afraid of getting older, normalize the fear of getting older. 
like normalize Botox because we're scared of getting older. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we're good. I hope you guys like this episode or maybe you didn't like it. Sorry. Like to be honest, don't care. It's one out of almost 200 episodes you guys can listen to or skip. But if you did make sure that you leave a, leave a review, subscribe, rate it. And again, I will be reading your guys' reviews. So leave them and make sure too, if you guys are already still listening, please keep tagging me in your stories. Like I had more story tags this past week that I probably have in like months, just people sharing the podcast. Love starting out Monday with the podcast, you know, whatever, and tagging me on Instagram. Like you guys have no idea how much that means to me. It is, it costs $0 to do. And it is the number one way that people will continue to discover this podcast, love podcasts, fall in love with podcasts like I did and more. So I love you guys. Have a beautiful Sunday. Just remember you are here. You are loved. You are special and you need to keep showing up. Okay. Love you guys. See you next Sunday. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.